Folks, welcome to today's podcast. Got my buddy Jacob Landry. A lot of folks don't know what y'all do for a living. A lot of folks think y'all just gator hunt for a yeah. living. That's not the way you make your living, is it? I would love to be able to just work one month out of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, we, uh, you know, we've been in, I don't want to say unfortunately, we've fortunately been working in the seafood business for a long time. Uh -huh. My family's been buying and selling crawfish for a long time. And before that, my dad was a commercial fisherman. He caught the crawfish. Mm -hmm. But uh, at one point, we had, you know, a, a time where he couldn't sell all those crawfish. So he started selling them on the side to restaurants and markets, and and he, you know, he had started doing it for his friends also. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, at one point he said, "Okay, look, if we buy one or two trucks, we could start moving a lot of them." So he bought a crawfish truck and and got my uncles involved, and they uh, they just started growing from there. You know, now we buy, we have two different docks that we buy the crawfish from December till about July, mm -hmm. and uh, we have some set up in the farms where we buy the farm-raised crawfish, and then we have some in Pearport where we buy the wild ones. And uh, on an average year, we'll probably buy between six to seven million pounds a year. Do you really? Yep. Wow. They, they all come in in 40-pound sacks, and we handle every single pound by hand. My wow. dad goes out and does the buying out west, and <clears throat> he'll fill up a couple truckloads in the evening, and we buy some at home, and them trucks come back at night, and in the morning, me and my uncle and another guy will take them three trucks and go distribute them to restaurants and markets and, and the other wholesalers. And then that same morning, my dad will take another set of trucks and go do the same thing over and over. And we just rotate the trucks every day. Now, the crawfish, are they still in water when y'all get them? Are they, are no, they frozen? The, 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 the fishermen catch them straight out the water, uh -huh. bring them straight to us. Okay. So it's a live commodity. It's not like shrimp or other things. Oh, really? we got to try to keep them alive. We've got to okay. ice them down in trucks and gotcha. try to keep them alive until the consumer gets them. Now, where the heck do you find a crawfish? I mean, how do you, how do you go get a crawfish? I wouldn't even know where to go. You know, in the rice fields, in the ponds, it's all rice fields, and they have uh -huh. small levees around it. The water's controlled, normally about 18 inches of water, and those, those crawfish are caught that way. On the other end, where we live, it's wild. It, it, right now, a lot of them guys are fishing in 8, 10 foot of water. It's a different type of trap. It's a different, you know, scenario the way they're running the traps. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a totally different looking crawfish also. Really? So it's all, you know, it's all comes together at the end when the consumer gets it, but it comes from two different areas on our end. Really? And we buy them from both places. Huh. Yeah. Now, when you say a trap, is it, a tra I mean, is it like a shrimping trap? I no, mean, it, this is a wire cage. It's a, like, it looks like a pillow uh -huh. when you're catching them in the wild. It's, it's shaped just like a pillow. You have two flues on one end. Mm -hmm. You set the trap down on the, on the swamp floor. You tie a string to the tree, similar to an alligator line. Yeah. And then the crawfish will back up in there to get to the fish, the bait, which we use oh, for bait. Oh, that's what you're using? And is then it? they can't get back out. Oh. On, hand, on the other hand, in the ponds, what they're doing is there's no trees in these ponds. So the trap is, is formed like a pyramid, and mm -hmm. it has an open flue on top, which sticks up out the water. Okay. Crawfish can climb up the trap, but they can't climb up that, that plastic flue. Gotcha. So same thing, the crawfish back in there to the fish, get in there, and they eat, and they stay there. Farmer comes by the next day, dumps the trap in the in the boat, and puts it back down on the on the mm. floor. What's the difference in the taste? I, I really hadn't had a crawfish. Everybody's that. I was getting to going mm, between that and shrimp. I mean, what's the difference in it? Shrimp has a, a a pretty distinct taste compared to crawfish because of the iodine in them mm -hmm. from the salt water, whereas crawfish is completely fresh. Oh, uh, it's okay. more like a lobster, but right. when you boil in crawfish, it has a better flavor because it's not so big and it, it's able to suck up the seasonings and all that you're cooking in. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, it's a big business, um, and it's growing. Each year, you know, we're selling to people that take them and distribute them to from anywhere from Texas to Tennessee and, and going up the East Coast now. They, they're becoming more and more popular. So, you know, the, the, the demand is 
becoming more popular, so therefore the supply is just growing more and more. They, they, you're only able to raise them in certain areas because of the soil type. Mm -hmm. You can't really go far north and you can't go, you know, too far east to raise them. But uh, the acreage in Louisiana and Texas is really growing each year on, on who's supplying them. That's interesting. Yep. Thanks for being on the show. All right, buddy. Good, good being here. All right, folks. That does it for this week. Check us next time on our next podcast. Pretty cool. Jacob Landry right here. Crawfishing.